0: All right, guys, before I get started, um, do you want the rest of the champagne, or do you want me just to pour it all over your chest? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that champagne chest is the the, the uh, aborted first draft by Oasis.
0: episode of a free podcast i'm your co-host rob joined as always by my good friends joe and Duff.
2: what's up hi
0: we are f- closing out our season on erotic thrillers by talking about none other than wild things from 1998 which is wild um
1: <laughs> <laughs> i will say if you if the if you had someone who knew nothing about this and you showed them the font of the titles and said, what year is this from? Very good chance, they would guess, 1998.
0: <laughs> yeah. or, or listen to the soundtrack. Yes, dude, when semi charm Life played by Third Eye Blind, I was like, yes! Yes! Um, yeah, so we're going to do what we always do, a little plot overview. Um, if you've never seen the movie and you have any interest in watching it, you probably shouldn't listen to this part. If you haven't, or you have seen it, or you don't really care, you're in for something here. Because this plot is, it's like one of those straws, those little fancy novelty straws. Twists and turns, guys. Twists.
1: Was it a... Uh... Yeah, but
2: those straws stay together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Was it, uh, I'm trying to remember, was it The Big Heat or The Big Sleep, the one with Bogart and Bacall? The Big Sleep, which the I've big, actually
0: read The Big Sleep, and I don't know what happened yeah, in the book Yeah, like either. The Big
1: Sleep, where they were making it, and literally no one involved with it knew the logic at any point.
0: And if you read the book, you're sort of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what this movie is, except way hornier. <laughs> yeah, this hmm. is
0: the, exactly, so, all it's right, The Big Creep, here, here we go, here we go, um, all right. Spoiler horn. Um all right, our uh, our main character, I guess, is um a uh, guidance counselor named Sam Lombardo <laughs> who is played by Matt Dillon. Which what we'll that, what's with that name? <laughs> I love they say it
1: first Constantly. name and last name
0: all the time. It Sam is Lombardo. it is the
1: most the most like ethnic name, like James Gandolfini, should play a character named Sam Lombardo. <laughs>
0: Sam Lombardo. He is a guidance counselor at a Richie, Rich, Rich High School in Miami. <laughs> the sailing team. Um, and we uh, we also meet early on the other two main characters. In this movie, and they are um, Kelly Van Ryan, played by uh, Denise Richards, who is your Richie Rich girl. And on the other side of the tracks. You have Susie Toller, played by Nev Campbell, who lives in a s- gator farm. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally lives in a gator farm. So we meet them, and um, there is a uh, there is a sequence early on when um, Kelly and her friend decide to wash Sam's car. Now, guys, I don't know if we've ever brought this up. Do they still do this? They don't do this anymore, do they? This is like, I remember uh, this is a thing. They, they
1: do it, but it's not It's not as jail-baity sexy now. Like people, yeah, you
2: don't go to the people's houses. Well, no, no I know, yeah, I know. Just, just in general. I, I've seen them at gas stations I've, like from time to time. Over I've the seen years.
1: them, but, you know, I think usually the parents are involved, too. It's the girls. I mean, I've seen guys do it, too. Like, I've seen, okay. you know, guys softball or something. Um, it's just I,
2: hard to get David Lee Roth to show up to sing girls, girls, girls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, the thing that I, I don't know, were there ever like sexy car washes or is this just like an 80s movie creation? I,
0: I think it's an 80s movie creation. However, I do remember like there being things where it's like, oh, the like, you know, the this girl's team is doing a, you know, a car yeah, wash thing. And there's, and they're, there's like, nothing wrong
1: with that well i think i mean weird. It,
0: who's the audience
1: i mean look if they're i th- i think if they're dressed appropriately and it's just i i guess i've seen this a lot growing up and it's, it's never like this movie or well anything no like that. i
0: um, no it's never like this movie but it it's it's just a thing that i find very weird and i've always felt very weird i mean should. i'll, I'll
1: yeah, give okay. you that it's i don't know it's i'll say this it's a low investment way to raise funds like you just buy some soap and you get a hose and you can do a fundraiser or something Yep, i suppose um okay so
2: it's uh parodied probably the best in zoolander when they have the gas fight and they're spraying gasoline all over each other
1: (laughs) absolutely
0: i was thinking
2: about that during this scene
0: (laughs) okay so we see um we see Kelly Van Ryan walking away and uh, from Sam's house, and then we find out that Sam, she accuses Sam of raping her.
2: Obviously, this is a big deal.
1: There's been a rape up there. Yep. <laughs> There's been a rape
2: up there. <laughs> Always get their attention. Um, so
0: <laughs> the British office is still the GOAT. I don't care what anyone says. Um, so, um, we end up... He gets accused of this, and he also gets accused by Susie, the other girl, of also being raped by him. So now we have to get a lawyer involved, and for some absolutely bonkers reason, the lawyer is played by Bill Murray. It's
2: so good. Like,
0: it's the first. So let's. He's wearing
2: a suit that you would a thrift store suit, and wearing like the padded neck brace thing and i was so i was like oh cuz i hadn't seen this movie since like it came out mm-hmm. and so i barely remembered it so i was like oh this is going to be some pr- premiere bill murray but it's actually it's okay but but he's it's more than a cameo he has in this movie. oh yeah oh
1: he's he's a supporting character i i thought he was delightful because
2: he was because, i just uh, wish he could have hammed it up a little bit more
1: yeah i mean this was i i feel like this was kind of b- right before Wes Anderson revived him and he yeah. was just kind of doing this anything. Is osmosis Jones territory. Yeah. This, this is larger than life, Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here, I mean, he was, you know, this was kind of like, you know, Peter Venkman era, Bill Murray, where he was just kind of like, just kind of, you know, being a sarcastic sleaze ball. And yeah. I was, I was here for it.
0: Absolutely. Um, and, uh, so he defense, um, Sam in court and, and then listen, get ready. Count. Have your have your your uh, your twist counter ready because we have a twist. It turns out during the uh, trial that Susie admits that she had made the whole thing up, oh. and so did Kelly. Come on, And it was all part of the deal. Like steel. all women. <laughs> And so then we're like, oh, boy, okay. So we, Sam, we,
2: we got a kind of good theme of women falsely accusing men of sexual impropriety. It, yeah, it, it, it seems
1: to be a big trope with erotic thrillers. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Um, so then that happens, and then Sam gets off, and then Sam goes back to his hotel room, and guys, twist.
1: It's bubbly time
0: kelly yeah. van ryan is there oh my god another twist so is Susie. he gets off again to, in more
2: <laughs> ways than one yes he has um, a, so,
1: he has a threesome with the two oldest teenagers on earth
2: 28 yeah. <laughs> year old denise richards <laughs> she's uh, that old isn't it? i meant to
0: look it up uh, i think she's like 27 or one of
1: i think denise richards is 27 and nev campbell is 25
2: okay, okay uh <laughs>
1: old, they're both old enough to be called fam
2: was this after scream yes yes
1: <laughs>
2: okay
0: um so that occurs and that has like it's a pretty famous scene in some circles um and then <laughs>
1: <laughs> so sidebar this came out when we were in 10th grade
2: yeah it was 15 when this um came out, or and right he- it, it, just in the prime of our lives and
1: through some weird happenstance guys today was the first time i'd seen this movie i hadn't seen it before either but my friends would not shut up about it
2: oh yeah it was the talk of the town yeah
1: this
0: this This, movie everyone had a friend that had this on dvd
1: this movie and uh oh shoot cruel intentions yes cruel intentions because guys girls kiss
0: yep and And that that, that hadn't happened until 98 99 that was the first time and in the era,
1: and in the pre-internet, or the pre-broadband era, if you wanted to see Girls Kiss, you had to go to the movies. Mm-hmm.
0: Hence, erotic thrillers. Um, so, okay, so now what happens? Well, Sam and who, Susie... Who
1: really knows at this <laughs> point? Like,
0: Sam, Susie, and Kelly have their old little plan together, but there's a, a detective on the scene, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> he, he He's curious old Sergeant Ray Dequette, He's wondering what's happening here. He starts, you know, trying to poke around and then there's a bizarre scene when he is spying on them to see what they're doing. And then Susie and Kelly start fighting in a pool, but then they start making out in the pool and he's just sitting there filming it, which is an interesting cop behavior. Um,
2: It's the most realistic part of the movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he like brings it in and just showing them. They're like, "Turn so, that off, dude!"
1: So here's here's yes. how you know. Here's how you know that Kevin Bacon's character is gonna end up getting his ass handed to him or be a loser. Short sleeve dress shirt, mm. Mm. guys. Yeah. Nope. Just.
0: <laughs> I think if you're in Florida, it's a hot. Yeah, it's a hot movie. You get not, hot right, like right, that hot weather like that. You're not, loud. Not
1: tucked in. You got it. no just looks i'm sorry i've i've i don't have a lot of fashion takes no this is this is my thing no short sleeve dress shirts all right put that in the unless, unless you're Dwight Schrute.
0: um all right so we're not done with twists and turns guys they continue so they start investigating because Susie's disappeared because i forgot to mention this <laughs> they take her out and meet up with her and then um she gets whacked over the head with a champagne bottle see mm-hmm. champagne guys Friend of the show, Caroline should would probably be a big fan of this movie. All the champagne we see in it, um, and then uh, they so they they dispose um, they dispose of the body, I guess, in a swamp. We see that, and then they start investigating Susie's disappearance. They find her teeth and blood and stuff, and um, then like kevin bacon just can't stop on this case he goes after it then he like comes in to kelly's house there's a shooting kelly gets shot and killed he also gets shot and at that point the cops like dude you're done you can't be shooting people shooter
1: (laughs) not twice anyway (laughs)
0: um you get one and then and then we go back to see Sam. He's, you know, at some, hol- uh, some like, you know, tropical paradise. And who comes to visit him but Ray? Oh, man, what's involved here? Ray's in the shower. Sam's seeing him. We see Kevin you know, dong. dong.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which, by the way, I was reading that that was not supposed to happen. That, like, Matt Dillon didn't stand in the right place when they framed it. And they're like, oh, Kevin your penis is in here and he's like how do i look and they're like you look pretty good And he's like keep it
1: (laughs) king yeah it's a good good move
0: so then we find out that actually the whole time this has been a plot between ray and sam the whole time oh my god they go out on a boat
1: in a in a very but in a very 90s fashion not gay they're Not just, get, although they're, they're just I did, pals,
0: I did read in the original script they were gonna like the original. Originally, Matt Dillon gets naked and then goes in the shower with him and kisses well, him, Which I is mean,
1: what should have happened. Given yeah, given what's happened in this movie, that is the next, that I saw that and I'm like, oh, they're gonna, they're
0: gonna. I know, I did too. I was like, oh, come on.
1: Who's gonna peg who here?
2: <laughs> I was all in on it. But too. then
1: no, they're just two. Two dudes.
2: Handing each other towels.
1: Two dudes.
2: That just love to sail together.
1: <laughs> two, two dudes that love sailing and murdering.
0: So then they get on the sailboat. And then um, Sam tries to kill Ray. So then the battle starts. And then all of a sudden there's a gunshot. Who could it be? Oh, my God. It's Susie. No, 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 no.
1: Not a gunshot, Rob. a harpoon.
2: Oh, a harpoon. harpoon. <laughs>
0: A harpoon kills Kevin Bacon. There's Nev Campbell, a Susie. She's her hair's different. She's still alive. We find out. Oh, wait a minute. No, guys, this has been a thing for Sam and Susie the whole time. But then, what happens, guys? Susie poisons <laughs> Sam's drink and he gets knocked overboard.
2: What and, a dumbass.
0: And you know what? Susie wins a day. Now. We talked about body double having weird pro- post-credit sequences. This movie does something that I've never seen, and I'm going to be honest, guys, I kind of liked it. <laughs> they decided, hey, what do you want to see during credits? What about missing scenes that maybe <laughs> were, fill things in a little more? Were you
1: confused by this movie? Well, stick around <laughs> for the credits. <laughs> and
0: they just showed these various scenes of them, and
1: oh, you you forgot to mention um. <sighs> That Kevin Bacon apparently, the first person that he he murdered, <laughs> uh, mm. he oh my god yeah he it, it turns out uh, there's a motel across the street from uh, Nev Campbell's uh, Gator Farm ga- Gator House, <laughs> <laughs> and there was a a prostitute that Kevin Bacon got sweet on. And uh, another man got sweet and her, so he murdered him.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Who was friends with Susie.
1: Who was friends with Susie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, all sorts of stuff happens. It is... And here's the thing. I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to think about this movie because it is very dumb, friends.
1: It is very stupid.
0: <laughs> but I was... Like, the first twist happened, you're like, oh, okay. And then they keep well, happening. Well,
1: and- you knew something was up because... You're only, like, 45 minutes in. And, and there's a
0: court, ca- like and, a jury. And,
1: and all of a sudden, he's not going to be guilty. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen now?
0: Yeah. But by, like, the seventh twist, I was just laughing because it was so absurd and so ridiculous. Um
2: What a dumb movie that I found entertaining. I'm just glad Bill Murray's character is okay in the end. He yeah, he Bill Murray he, he gets okay. It's, he's, he's actually what the... What the the ultimate schemer with, uh, yeah, that's true. He,
1: yeah, his he, neck uh, is fine too. He gets, he gets money from everyone. <laughs> he gets, he gets Matt Dillon's money for taking the case, and then he gets, uh, Susie's money for mm-hmm. services. I don't know. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let's say three too many twists. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At least there's so many twists. Another thing I didn't mention, and we'll get to it, is Robert Wagner is in this movie for a little bit. Which, guys, something happened while I was watching the credits. I didn't know a whole lot. I just choose things based off, you know, based off what I think will be fun. And I saw Bill Murray's name, and I was like, oh, my God, Bill Murray. And then I saw Robert Wagner's name, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then... This was a mistake on my end. I saw the music was by George Clinton, and I was like, Yep, what? not the cool
2: one.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I didn't realize it, that until I, I briefly, looked it up.
2: I That's briefly, why it's billed as George S. Clinton. I
0: know, yeah. but I thought, like, did George Clinton do the soundtrack to this movie? Uh,
1: the soundtrack to this movie- it's Horrible. The, in addition to the- the songs the score it it sounds like if a cat got caught in something just (laughs) there's just
2: it's like if you gave a las vegas street musician like a million dollars in three weeks to (laughs) record something yeah so yeah not that george clinton i was excited there but there's uh the other the other miss the other i'm sorry but we should mention something else the same guy scored because I think it's part of the same energy. Mm -hmm. He also did the score for uh, Red Shoe Diaries, which I would say is the same production quality as Wild Things. Oh, see, I was hoping you were going to mention
1: Austin Powers. The other thing I got excited for and then was let down is uh, this was directed by John McNaughton.
2: Yes. And I I
1: thought it was John McTiernan. Yep, I was excited too. Yeah. director of Die Hard, and also, I think, wanted for tax evasion now.
0: But this John McNaughton did do another movie, which is a bit different in tone. He did Henry, Portrait of a
1: Serial Killer. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that, like, the only movie that Michael Rooker was ever the lead actor in? I think so. Because, I mean, uh, first of all, Mike Michael Rooker, Hall of Famer right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rook, man. Yeah. Um, most people probably these days know him as Yondu. Mm -hmm. Guardians of Galaxy, but yeah, Henry, he was the lead in Henry portrait of a serial killer.
0: Yeah, so guys, you mentioned that people our age, this movie was a big deal. I knew a lot of people who own this on DVD. I just wanted to point this out this was not a hit um, at the theaters, it was um, 62nd in box office. Uh, To give you a comparison, in 1998, that is just above Spice World and just behind A Night at the Roxbury. so uh but this movie had a life on dvd in blu-ray and like i said i knew not uh
1: it dvd it was the number one movie for horny 15 year olds in in 1998
0: and when i went to college we all went to college our freshman year is 2001 like this is when the dvd of wild things was in a lot of collections i feel like yeah um so okay here's my first question on this movie guys and i couldn't figure it out and maybe the answer differs based off who we're talking about in this movie is this movie
1: self aware of how absurd it is Uh, there are times where I almost want to say yes but ultimately this is just a skin flick (laughs) yeah I I mean this is this is a a Cinemax movie with a not gonna say a grade cast but a big cast uh, recognizable names. I mean yeah. ne- it's also weird to think about how at this time like Nev Campbell was a huge star, mm-hmm. Denise Richards was a pretty huge star, Kevin mm-hmm. Bacon. I don't think
0: Denise this is the this is Denise Richards like big role, right?
1: Like, this this in the whatever Bond movie she was, was in. But that was
0: after. She got the Bond movie after Wild
1: Yeah, she was in Starship Troopers.
0: Yep. She's in Starship Troopers, which I guess is when she first like appeared in people's like, you know, spank Spank. <laughs> and nev campbell you're right though i mean this is after the craft um this is you know party of five is happening scream had already happened like
1: scream 2 had happened and i think scream 2 was even more successful than scream so this is this is like probably her peak power as a star and she, she chose wild things
0: and obviously bill murray's a big deal um, Kevin Bacon is a guy who's been around. Matt Dillon, yeah, it is. Um, I feel like I did read a quote from Be- Kevin Bacon who was like, "Just have fun with it. Don't take it seriously." And I was like, "Okay, I think like some of the actors. I'm sure Bill Murray was like this is nonsense.'" Um, but I do wonder, like, did John McNaughton or the writer think this was nonsense? Or no, like, yeah. I don't think so. Okay, it it yeah. the
2: it is one of the like the, the direction in this movie is just so boring and like made for TV in the worst way it's and and that guy's whole catalog is just like his no two notable movies are this and Henry portrait of a serial killer and both of those are movies are like not good but they're like talked about a lot just because he was willing to do it you know (laughs) yeah Yeah, he's just the guy that's like ah I'll I'll make the (laughs) I'll make the movie where the two girls kiss I don't care yeah
1: (laughs) the direction in this movie is not great the scene where uh this is a side character we didn't talk about. Uh, but someone tries to run Kevin Bacon off the road, and it's maybe the world's- Oh my le- God,
0: I forgot about that it, scene. The pool boy it, of, of Kelly, of Denise Richards' mom. So Denise Richards' mom is very rich, and she has sex with a lot of people, including the pool boy, who then comes after the Matt Dillon character.
1: Yeah, it is the world's least exciting car chase.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially compared to like basic Instinct from last week yeah. that we talked about um all right i think i think i think we're on agreement on that this movie is i would i would only ever watch this movie again with someone or people who hadn't seen it before just to watch them like giggle at the dumb like twists they Does only- that make sense
1: yeah I mean the only reason to watch this now is just like look, look at how dumb fifteen year old boys were in nineteen ninety-eight.
0: Yeah, we couldn't get enough of this. Look yeah. at
1: look at the dumb stuff they watched.
0: Um so
1: if you if you ask Siri or Alexa for male gaze, it just starts playing this movie.
0: And this is sort of like the reason I chose this and the reason like the four movies I chose is this is like an example of like sort of the last gasp of erotic thrillers. Um and there's, like, Cruel Intentions came out the year after. It's weird how there's these Hollywood movies that are, like, so similar that we get them mixed up. And it feels like a lot of them happened in the 90s. But, like, Cruel Intentions and Wild Things is an example of that. We have Unfaithful with Adrian Lyne, who we've already talked about an Adrian Lyne movie in 2002. Um, even a little later, we have In the Cut, which is going a different direction. Um, but it's weird how, like, both Wild Things and Cruel Intentions is sort of being, like, let's take an erotic thriller and also, like you know, the success of some high school movies and try to combine them. Right. (laughs) By like being like, what if it was rich high schoolers?
1: I don't, I don't think it's a coincidence that, that these type of movies died out right around the same time. Everyone got high speed internet.
0: (laughs) I don't think so either. I don't think so either. And, um, one thing we haven't talked about or I haven't brought up or none of the movies that I've, um, that we've watched fit this is, um, I was looking into, you know, I'd sort of talked about like the industry things that happen to like make erotic fillers big. And, you know, we have these, these movies that were in the theater and some of them were hits like Basic Instinct and, and Fatal Attraction. But a, there was also hundreds more of these that were just built only because there was a need for more programming because of VHS and cable TV. We've talked about, we made a lot of Cinemax jokes before, and we have all these like direct TV movies and you know during this time of this like heyday of erotic thrillers you have like also the rise of blockbuster and family video stores and they don't have the little room that you go and walk behind the curtain to look at movies they're not going to have that room
1: because this is rated r but they have
0: these (laughs) yeah. <laughs> right. They have these to be like, oh, why don't you go check out this? And so we haven't chosen any direct to TV movies because, I mean, who cares? But, you know, at the same time, these like theatrical hits were happening or these theatrical attempts, I guess we'd call some of them like this and Body Double. Um, you have this other like industry that's just cranking these out and uh, on just for like direct to TV on Cinemax or like, you know, in your blockbuster uh, and I was reading in 1994, um, the Chicago Tribune said that, the, that action films and erotic thrillers were the most popular direct-to-video genres. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there was an itch that people wanted to scratch, and the this subgenre existed people for that. People
1: were horny and wanted to see things blow up.
0: They were horny. And I was also digging into more you know we've talked about like the wesley Morris definition about uh it's a rock thriller if the movie doesn't exist without sex um this movie probably exists fine without sex i would argue the sex isn't really important for the movie's plot it's just there. uh
1: yeah i mean it,
0: i guess like the rape charge wouldn't happen
1: yeah there's but, the you know. the idea of sex if you if you remove the notion of sex, their scheme doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. Um so I the, the best maybe another really good description I saw was um that it's a Venn diagram of thriller, softcore and romance and if it hits all three of those, doesn't really matter how much, then it's an erotic thriller. Yeah which works really well and also these movies play on a lot of the like pleasure and danger principle where it's like you know i mean listen you might get laid but you might get slayed too right you might get
1: slayed (laughs) uh i think coming out of this my direct my definition of erotic thriller is film noir where they just get up give up and put in boobs
0: yeah yeah, I mean, a lot of those that we've talked about have been. I mean, this is this is a definitely like to go to like Joe's point earlier. Like, this is like desperately trying to be a Neil noir desperately trying to be another movie that came out in '98, which is, um, um, uh, La Confidential, right? But um, around that,
1: I think it was earlier, but I think it was that same time. I think that was a year earlier.
0: Yeah, and and and, and I th- I do enjoy like some of the things I enjoy in this movie are like. I do, like, while I was watching, I realized I do enjoy any time you get, like, hot, hot weather
2: movies, <laughs> like, yeah. where
0: it's sort of, like, it's the it's oh, Florida, man. and
1: it's hot. Uh,
2: the, the setting is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you have a movie and it involves the swamp, uh, I'm almost certainly going to be in.
1: Guys, have you ever been to the Everglades? I really I have,
2: want to, but I haven't. I have not. I've been to Florida, but never been the Everglades. They're
1: effing awesome, because it's exactly like this looks. Yeah. <laughs> You, like, uh, also, airboats, they rule. Um, How, yeah,
0: do, are they only used in swabs? Can't, why can't airboats be used in other parts?
2: They are, but they're not necessary in other parts. Yeah, it's... Okay.
1: But, uh, yeah, if... Uh, my dad, uh, as you do when you're an old man, moved down to Naples. And so we visited a few years ago, and we went to the Everglades. We did an airboat tour and saw a bunch of alligators... It was awesome.
2: Yeah, I, I really want to do that. I yeah. Do you think that Matt Dillon agreed to be in this movie? Because he was... I, I'm sure this wasn't actually filmed there, but I'm going to say it anyways. It, it, it's just him with a slightly, slight variation on is there's something about Mary character.
0: All right, so that's a
1: good... A, and I, he's
2: already in Florida the same year, so maybe he's just like, oh, I'll do this one too.
1: It's the, right. uh, the the Adam Sandler movie making process of, ah, oh, I'm here anyway. That's, this is the uh, thing I want to talk about.
0: and Now I'm... Now I'm waiting for you guys to say something that I don't already know, like he's a bad person or he did something bad, but uh, why isn't Matt Dillon a bigger star? I think he's, I think, I I like Matt Dillon. Am I wrong on that? Like, what do you guys, what's your Matt Dillon takes?
1: Uh, I I don't really, he he seems like he always kind of plays the creep, but he's good at it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there was a brief period where Matt Dillon was a thing because I was reading this article where in 1991 Roger Ebert called him one of the best actors of his age group and I'm like huh well I he's okay
2: yeah yeah I'm thinking uh, a drugstore cowboy is something that really shows him in a yep. movie that's well made and he's good in it absolutely that's a great that's great yeah he could do drama and drugstore
0: cowboy he's very funny and there's something about Mary he's he's a good-looking dude he's got
2: a great voice he's a hunk Man, he's a hunk.
1: He is a hunk. Yeah, uh, pretty
2: much the de- like definitional.
1: And I mean, he what this movie does, he he delivers it. He's sleazy, but he's attractive. He's, you know, he's. I mean, he's good in this. Get <laughs> this. This is a one note movie, and the, you know, the his character is not super richly drawn, but I, I enjoyed his presence.
0: Yeah, like I mean, the only other movie I could think of, like after this. And we don't need to get into it because it sucks. But like Crash, yeah, right? he was in Crash. But like I can't, like I can't think of any. Like I'm, I can't think of anything else he was in.
1: Yeah, he's kind of disappeared.
2: It, it's, I think it's notable that he is the funniest performer, and there's something about Mary. Like he's funnier in that movie than Ben Stiller is, or Brett Favre. <laughs> 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 like I think that's one of the funniest characters ever. Oh, for me. I'm with you, dude. I'm with
0: you. I mean, Joe, you and I have watched something about Mary Together yeah. before and there's a lot of laughs.
1: I, I honestly don't know if I've seen it in twenty years. I know I I'm not I remember liking it, but it's been so long.
0: It's I think it's so great. Um Yeah, I mean the only other one I ha the only like big movie of his I haven't seen is to Die For, which is a Gus Van Sant, oh. which like another like that might even be like Man, Rob, color.
1: that's probably right up your alley. And <laughs> that's mm-hmm it's a, a tawdry mix of murder and sex so. yeah
0: there's that's, that's probably like a Gus Van Sant erotic thriller right there yeah. Um, but yeah I don't know the only thing I read about on this movie is that um, they were originally going to cast Robert Downey Jr and they didn't because that's when he ran into all his like drug problems
1: insurance was too high <laughs>
0: Um, and part of me is like hey you know who would be a good um, Iron Man Matt Dillon
2: no we wouldn't <laughs> Come on.
0: I don't know. Think about it. You know, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta just let go of what you can, already know.
2: Can he pull off being the smartest guy in the room? I mean, I, I, well, so no. I've,
1: I have two things to say. I could see, I could see Matt Dillon as Iron Man. I don't know if it'd be good, but I can see it. Number two, Iron Man, worst Avenger. He sucks.
2: He's he's worse than Hawkeye?
1: Uh, all right. Second worst. <laughs> I don't even, like, uh, I don't even consider, like, thanks to the movies, I don't even consider. Hawkeye's just, like, that dude who's kind of there. It's like, hey, do you invite Hawkeye? No, did you? (laughs) Um,
2: Hey, if Hawkeye starts talking to me, can you just come get me after, like, five minutes and say you need me for something?
1: (laughs) Hawkeye is the dude at the wedding that everyone just assumes someone else invited or told about.
2: Who told? Who
0: invited Hawkeye?
1: Did you invite him? (laughs)
0: <laughs> um. okay well Matt Dillon Midnight Boys approved tacit right? tacitly <laughs> yeah I mean he's <laughs> fine I, I don't yeah. I, 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 I mean think, I feel like there's it, an alternate there's an alternate timeline where he's a big star what's and wins what's the Oscar.
1: what's the Rotten Tomatoes number where you get fresh he's like one above that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, The one thing I forgot, I'm sorry to go back to the plot. The one thing I forgot, which is probably when I laughed the hardest, is if you kept watching, is finding out that Nev Campbell's character was Denise Richards' aunt?
1: Yeah. There's also, yeah, there's a big expository scene where if you're really not paying attention, I mean, you're lost either way, but if you're not paying attention, it just flies by. Yeah, yeah. And and Uh, by that point in the movie, you've just, I mean, if you're this movie's core audience, you've lost all interest because you know there's no more boobs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Now, I think we got to get into a a topic that I know is near and dear to Duff and I's heart.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I am also fascinated by this story. So. And
0: that is, um, we have in the cast and, and like has like a very weird role in this movie, like a essentially, murderer, he, essentially Robert Wagner's in this movie as like a rich guy. That's, for
1: about, He's only in it for about five minutes. It's yeah. weird that they went to the trouble to get him.
0: And, and as we say, there's a murder on a boat in this movie, which is, um,
1: Robert Wagner was the technical consultant for boat murdering. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so all right i'm gonna go through why we find robert wagner fascinating
2: and uh by the way and- this is another austin powers crossover absolutely exactly.
0: yeah you're right you're right um he's number two if you don't know who robert wagner is that's fine but he's number two and austin powers that's how you probably know him um all right i'm gonna go through what i know joe duff please jump in at any point okay all right, so the reason we find Natalie—I'm sorry, we find Robert Wagner fascinating is he—well, I'm just going to say, it, he killed Natalie Wood. <laughs> he murdered Allegedly. Natalie Wood.
2: We, we can get sued for this.
0: Yeah. he He's, he's a—all right. So, Natalie There's Wood,
2: compelling evidence that he may have murdered Natalie Wood.
0: That, that there's compelling evidence that Wild Things is the true story of Natalie Wood. Um, okay. Okay. So, all right, back. So, when did this happen? Natalie Wood, uh, big time actress, big deal. Um, beautiful. It's a real. Well, it's would. a
1: real star is born situation yeah.
0: here. Yeah, she had. Uh, she had, you know, Rebel Without a Cause, the Searchers, West Side Story, Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice, which I actually really like. She had three Oscar noms by the age of twenty five. Well, in nineteen eighty one, she was only forty three years old. November 29th nineteen eighty one. Uh, she drowned on board her yacht that she had. With the, splendor.
2: the splendor. The
0: <laughs> splendor. Yep. So, who was on that yacht? Well, it this was This makes it Wagner. even
1: funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie Wood,
0: in Goddamn Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this like. So, in,
1: so Christopher Walken. Why don't Robert, you put on
2: your life jacket
1: <laughs> first? So first of all, there were there was some boat orgies going on there. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, like yes, she was doing a movie with
0: with Christopher Walken, and she invited yeah. him to so,
1: their yacht
0: for, so, um, for Thanksgiving. So
2: all this said, I would thoroughly enjoy being on a yacht with Christopher Walken, despite well, the you, baggage. Oh, until
1: until the murder, this sounds like an awesome party. Natalie Wood, <laughs> Christopher Walken.
0: Okay, so they're on the boat, right? and um and the next like the next day Natalie Wood's body was found was found a mile away she was wearing only a nightgown a down jacket and wool socks she had bruises on her body and arms she had an abrasion on her left cheek and um the dinghy of the boat the prince valiant was the name of the dinghy was found nearby washed up ignition key switched to off oars in locked position Nally Wood's body had a 0.14 percent blood alcohol content. Is that a lot? It's too high.
1: You can't can't go driving.
0: I mean, that's that's podcast level. <laughs> so originally,
1: that's your. I mean that that's your average Midwest motorway. Yeah, right that's,
0: that's 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 Wisconsin. It's a, it's a Milwaukee
2: Thursday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the original report said it was a tragic accident. It Was drowning that she had been drinking. She fell into the water. When, when trying to get into the... The, the water
1: bruised her some. <laughs>
0: yeah, she fell into the water when trying to get into the Valiant, which was the dinghy. She grabbed a hold of the dinghy as it drifted away. Her down jacket waterlogged and she just eventually let go and drowned. That is the story. Now, that story doesn't sound right, does it? No. Well... A
1: lot of holes in that story. A lot of
0: holes. Like, one, why would she leave in the middle of the night? Um, and she had a well-known fear of dark water, which... Nighttime would make that. Now, I lied when I said those were only three people on 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 uh, on the boat. There was another person. There was the captain of the boat. Because listen, Christopher Walken, Robert Wagner, they ain't driving that boat. They that's got too, a captain. I mean,
1: that's just smart.
0: Named Dennis Deverne. He says that Walken and Wood had been flirting that entire weekend. That they had, uh, there had been drinking, and then things got troublesome. Um, there's even people who were um, on the, like, wherever they were visiting, I can't remember exactly where it was, Catalina's, I think, that had said that there was a pretty big argument between Nallywood and Robert Wagner, like, at dinner. According to the captain, and I'm going to have to use some harsh language here, guys, but this is for, this is important. Um, Robert Wagner, at one point, yelled at Christopher Walken and said, what are you trying to do? Fuck my wife. <laughs>
1: It's the old, which, the old raging bull.
0: Yeah, At which point, Nally Wood stormed off. Wagner followed, and the fight continued and escalated. Then, Robert Wagner returned, sweating profusely.
2: <laughs>
0: Wagner and, and the captain stayed up drinking until Wagner went to check on Wood and then came back and was like, oh, she's gone. <laughs> um, in 2012, they changed... What happened? It you know went from uh, you know tragic accident, drowning to drowning and other undetermined factors.
1: Isn't he now officially a person of interest again?
0: Exactly, Duff. 2018, he was officially named a person of interest.
1: Too long,
0: didn't read. Natalie Wood was killed by number two.
1: It only took uh, our entire lifetime for the LAPD to be like, you know what?
0: Normally,
2: of- <laughs> normally they do such a good job, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, like, you know who you have to question on this?
2: Christopher Walken.
0: Right? I mean, you, well, what are you doing?
2: Could uh, that come? On. Hold on. The, the guy, it, he didn't kill anyone.
0: Well, he probably knew about it, though, right? How, why? How? Look, Maybe he was in his bed. His
1: boats aren't that big. At the very least, it's got to be really awkward the next morning. Like, hey, where is Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard a loud splash.
0: <laughs> oh man! So yeah, Robert Wagner in this movie—he's bad. I, we, <laughs> He's we, a we,
1: bad man.
0: Bad man. Bad man. Um, I—I I think, I think, I think there's things Christopher Walken's not saying. Is what I'm saying, Joe. Possibly, because but... your career gets ruined pretty quickly if you're like BTW. <laughs> Natalie Wood got murdered on this boat by Robert Wagner.
2: If, if it's any consolation, Robert Wagner um, tends to star movies such as *A Dennis the Menace Christmas* and <laughs> *The Hungover Games*. Now, so
0: <laughs> *The Hungover Games*. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh my God! I don't even know what that is. It's, it's a parody I mean, film.
1: I, I can. I'm guessing it's one of those another, not another teen movie type things. Yeah, but it's exactly
0: a, what it is. *Hunger Games*. Uh, um Before I move on, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about with the movie Wild Things?
2: Uh, I I will just say that since we basically talked through the whole movie, there's no point in watching it now. But if you want to see a movie, I I try to think of one that is equally stupid and has equally absurd twists. Mm -hmm. And uh, the best one I could think of is Serenity. Serenity. Starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. I have not seen Strindland.
0: Uh
1: I, <laughs> I just remember that someone spoiled the twist, and I uh, yeah, I I remember hearing about this. And it sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, so if if you if you just feel like watching something dumb with a with a twist that will make you laugh really hard, uh, don't read anything about it. Just start watching it, and I'm going uh, to do that. And you will. <laughs> It's 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 a deeply stupid movie, but and, and it's funny because I think Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway both sincerely think that it's actually good, and that makes it all the funnier. Which,
1: yeah, which I don't know how they both got hoodwinked into that.
2: Yeah, because I, I we're saying with Wild Things, it feels like a lot of the actors
0: are in on this being silly. Maybe Nev Campbell and Denise Richards weren't. Um, I don't know. I
1: think all the dudes are like, "Oh, this is totally a skin flick." Yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> this is absurd. Um, I'm sure Matt Dillon's like, "Sure, I'll do those scenes." Yeah. Um, do I have to make out with Kevin Bacon in the shower? No, just take a step to the left so we can see his, <laughs> we can see his dong. <laughs> Bacon's dong. We've had Hank's Hog and Bacon's dong. Um, we got the Bacon Hog. So the the thing I wanted to mention to you guys, maybe you didn't know this, is there are multiple sequels to this movie
1: i mean and, i knew they existed yep there's, but th- this, there's three this, of them this goes back to the whole direct-to-video thing i mean think of you know think of any moderately successful sexy movie from the 90s and there's you know there's basic instinct too mm-hmm. um
0: yeah that's true well that was in a, that was a theatrical release i believe but you're right um all right, well, so there, this, this I'm not talking about one of those three sequels, guys. I'm talking about the sequel that uh, the director of this movie brought up as one of his ideas. And I i have his direct quote about his idea for this sequel, and I think it's right up your alley. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So he says, it's not one of the sequels, but about their children, he says. <laughs> Do you know the Amanda Come Knox on. case? It's something like that. Something that, like, the child of Susie Toller, who's the Nev Campbell character, she claimed that Matt Dillon's character had raped her a long time ago, and maybe there's a child, and maybe Bill Murray's character had a child, and they're exchange students, and things get out of hand. We're calling it Wild Child Things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no way that was serious.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Now I'm starting to think he's in on it, and maybe yeah, he's in on it.
1: wild child thing. I mean, that's a that's a troll answer. I like I like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: But. Um, the other thing I wanted to to bring up, which I failed, I said this when we talked about Fatal Attraction. I said I was going to talk about taglines, and I only did it for Fatal Attraction, and I didn't do it for the other movies we talked about. So please, if if you will, let me let me let me fix that okay i'll, I'll okay. indulge you so we mentioned already for fatal traction it was on the other side of drinks dinner and a one-night stand lies a terrifying love story which we agreed wasn't very good yep too long but the other one was that's also at.
1: the tagline for who's afraid of virginia wolf <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh is that an erotic thriller duff
1: uh there's <laughs> no n- I, I don't think there's any sex No.
0: Um, okay, so the other one that we liked for Fatal Attraction was A Look That Led to an Evening, A Mistake Kill Regret for
1: the Rest of His Life, right? That one works. Still a little long, but yeah, like uh, that's better.
0: Body Double, not great. We have A Seduction, A Mystery, A Murder. It's boring. The word terrible. Man. We have, uh, add a little a tour to it, Brian De Palma, the modern master of suspense invites <sighs> you to witness a seduction. A he can't
2: even get an original title for himself right <laughs> Like
0: the modern master of suspense. God. And then then, uh, you can't believe everything you see, which is probably the best one for Body Double.
1: Yeah. All right. It's the best of the ones you read.
0: Exactly. Basic Instinct. I think we're all going to agree that the last one is probably the best, but we'll see. A seductive suspect and a cop who can't resist her. (laughs) Yeah, bad. All All right. A brutal murder, a brilliant killer, a cop who can't resist the danger. Okay. Yeah, better. I think we nail on this last one, guys. Basic instinct. Flesh seduces, passion kills. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Let's yeah, like that right? one. All right. Wild things. Um, not great. Huh. I'm gonna be honest. Okay.
1: Is it just guys, there's boobs.
0: Uh well, kind of. The first one, get wild. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> You gonna see wild things? I don't know. When you see the tagline, what? Get, Get wild. wild. Um, uh, be wild, be wicked, beware.
1: No. Okay.
0: Um, they can turn you on or turn on you.
1: That one's okay. Yeah, it's a little better. But
0: All right, last one. Wild things. They're dying to play with you that's not uh, bad i i think that's the best one
1: that's probably the best tagline yeah i think so so
2: can i just th- say that what, while- what's the ones for disclosure we didn't do those either
1: oh yeah let me look that up real quick while you're looking that up can i just say that the title wild things is deeply stupid
2: <laughs> well it is
0: funny that all these movies we talked about outside of disclosure which is for our patrons uh, patrons um are two word titles right we have fatal attraction, basic instinct, body double, wild things. Um, the tagline for disclosure is only one. This is pretty obvious. you have seen the movie. Sex is power. Oh, yeah, <laughs> from the
2: writer of Jurassic Park. <laughs> the, writer of Jurassic Park. From the writer of Jurassic Park. From the writer of the, of the book where gorillas can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sex is power. Oh boy! I, I have. Um, can I just jump in yeah. with my fa- favorite? There's a really famous line in this movie that I'm not sure if we're going to be allowed to say, mm-hmm. but I thought there was another one that was really, really, really funny. Okay. <clears throat> My daughter does not get raped in Blue Bay.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So that was that's one of the lines where I'm like, okay, maybe they're in on this. Maybe.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. That's the mom yelling about uh, Kellyanne, um, where you're like, you're like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe they know this is silly. And at, but at that point the movie's not
1: silly yet. No, like the first <laughs> the first 45 minutes of this movie are deeply uncomfortable. Mhm. <laughs> I yep. it gets better in the second half. I mean, it's still deeply stupid and flawed, but I was at least interested. But the first 45 minutes I'm like, "Oh, this is did some Reddit dude write this? What's going on?
0: I mean, the beginning of the movie is Matt Dillon walking to a whiteboard, writing sex, the entire high school oh, cheering, God. yeah, and oh. then he writes crimes afterwards. I just heard
1: the Borat voice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Is,
1: has any profession got a worse rap in movies than guidance counselors?
2: Well, it's funny you say that. Because... The, uh, the guidance, one of the guidance counselors at where I went to high school, mm-hmm. uh, this happened well after I graduated, but he, he got fired because they saw, they saw that he was just looking at tons of porn on his work computer. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't
1: that's do that. A, that's a no-no.
2: Yeah, it's a, so when I saw this guy as the creepy guidance counselor, I, I thought of... I'm not going to say his name, but what's his name? Sam Lombardo.
1: (laughs) Sam Lombardo.
0: Sam Lombardo.
1: One one other thing I'll say, it's kind of weird when your guidance counselor and your teens look approximately the same age. (laughs) mm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's this whole subplot with him being a sailor teacher or something. Coach, I guess. Sailor coach.
1: As your high school does. Mm -hmm.
0: In -hmm. Blue Bay. In Blue Bay. Listen, Blue Bay, beautiful beautiful blue bay um guys before we announce the next project is there anything you want to say about erotic thrillers in general
1: i don't like them
2: (laughs) (laughs) i like some of them
1: yeah i i I like basic instincts um i get why people like this genre i i don't think it's my thing
0: yeah i think a lot of this fits into problematic faves for me right like I enjoy being titillated, but like I mean, I'm there... tired of movies being like, hey, the woman was lying.
1: Yeah. It I feel like I will say this is a genre that is ripe for uh reinvention. Kinda yes. like how kinda like how in the sixties like westerns were reinvented and that, you know, they weren't just cut and dry good guy, bad guy killing Indians anymore Mm -hmm. like I want that equivalent with erotic thrillers I want some smart people to you know take this trash and really elevate it
0: and I think there's a there's a there's a certain thirst for it right because like Fifty Shades of Grey is like a, a massive hit of a book I'm not sure as a movie but like you know I think it is actually as a movie as well um it was, but, yeah, but
1: by all accounts, I have not seen nor read those, but I've heard that they're all terrible. Right? Yeah, yeah, but it still but shows point that there's no, appetite. No, yeah, yeah, people want to be I,
0: titillated. They want sexy sex they, at the movie theater. You know,
1: times change. People always want to go to the movies and see big name stars get it on. <laughs>
0: I think I think that's exactly what it comes down to. Um, Michael Douglas, it's time for your comeback. <laughs> oh my god let's see that ass a two a Uh. two-word erotic thriller called like nursing home (laughs) um Um. viagra violence violence. duff do you want to announce our listen we're not taking a we're not taking a a leave we're not taking a break we're jumping back in next week with a whole new season spooky season whole new content What what is it? What are we talking about? We're
1: starting the spooky season a little later in October, but I still think it's good. So uh, honestly, this is one of those ideas that came to me as I was falling asleep. Like, I'm not I'm not kidding you like this just popped in my head
2: Um, before your night terrors began. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: So obviously, we're, you know, we're in an age where any big name property is a remake or something like that. But in the 90s, there was a period where the the universal classic stable of monsters, um, they all through the course of that decade, they got updates or or revisions, whatever you want to call it. Did
2: they have to do it to keep control of the copyright or something? Do you know or did they just decide it was time?
1: I do not know, and I don't know if it was a coincidence or if the success of one greenlit the other. But Mm. So the most famous uh, Universal Monsters were Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, and the Mummy. And all of them had... (laughs) I mean, Wolf was... I haven't seen it, but we'll find out. I feel like Wolf was the more modern adaptation, but Bram Stoker's Dracula uh mary shelley's frankenstein uh wolf and the mummy Mm -hmm. and hey those sound like four movies that (laughs) i've i've only seen bram stoker's dracula even if the rest are bad i'm almost positive they're interesting
0: so we're doing 90s remakes of universal monsters a monster mash
1: (laughs) a graveyard (laughs) exactly
0: um so yeah we'll be uh, right away next week we will have that. And then uh, if you're a fan of this, um, you're like, I listened to four. I'd like to listen to more erotic thrillers. You can go to patreon.com slash the midnight boys. Call, call up Rob.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a special episode with Meeks talking about disclosure and, uh, you know, $2. You get access to that plus all the other ones. You'll learn a lot about CD-ROMs from it. <laughs> yep. A lot about CD-ROMs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, listen, this is a fun season. Thanks for indulging me, guys, to talk about
2: erotic thrillers. Uh, our pleasure. Now you'll have to deal with us with the monsters because Stuff and yeah. I are going to be geeking I, out big time.
1: I, I have a, I have a thesis written on Bram Stoker's <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: Awesome. And,
0: uh, yeah, so if you want to check out any other past episodes or make sure you subscribe at afreepodcast.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode.